This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Friday, June 9th. Today's forecast calls for mostly sunny skies with a high near 95 and a low of 76. Here are today's headlines. While state officials are planning to vote Saturday on whether to attempt to use eminent domain to claim Fairfield Lake State Park, the Dallas-based developer who owns the land wants Texans to know that the state had its chance to buy the park multiple times and failed to do so. The park closed to the public earlier this week after Todd Interests closed its contract with Vistra, which had leased the land to the state at no cost for about 50 years. Vistra first alerted park officials it would be terminating its lease in 2018 and gave Texas the opportunity to purchase the property before eventually listing it for $110 million in 2021. While most of the nitty-gritty details of the saga surrounding the state's loss of the park have remained between businessmen and behind closed doors, evidence of the drama and last-ditch efforts have slowly trickled into the public eye, including a letter from the Attorney General's office to Todd Interests, a $95 million offer from the state to Vistra in June, and a letter penned by Todd Interests' three partners calling the state's efforts to buy the land sabotage. Following the publication of the letters, Todd Interests' founder and CEO Sean Todd described to the Dallas Morning News a pattern of what he called intimidation from multiple state entities and lawmakers in a months-long effort to prevent his family's firm from acquiring the 5,000-acre property about 80 miles southeast of Dallas. His firm plans to build a luxury gated community on the land, including multi-million dollar homes, a golf course, and a country club. In other news, 53-year-old former Denton County financial advisor Douglas McKelvey pleaded guilty to criminal money laundering charges this week and is facing an additional civil suit from the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. Criminal charges were announced against McKelvey via a case filed in the Eastern District of Texas. He entered a plea agreement on Tuesday. A release from the United States Attorney's Office in the criminal case said the former Morgan Stanley vice president and advisor misappropriated more than $1.5 million of investor funds held in brokerage accounts that were supposed to be invested on behalf of his clients. He is accused of using the funds to pay for personal vacations, cruises, restaurant bills, and other personal expenses. The case is being investigated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Heather Barbary, the attorney representing McKelvey in the criminal case, said in a statement that Mr. McKelvey has consistently demonstrated his cooperation with law enforcement and the courts and will continue to do so. She said McKelvey regrets his actions and is committed to making amends. Up next, 
General Motors will invest $500 million into upgrades at its massive Arlington assembly plant to continue building gasoline and diesel-powered SUVs. John Urbanic, Arlington Plant Executive Director, said Thursday that the investment will help the plant sustain and maintain current staffing levels. The plant's more than 5,200 employees assembled the automaker's highly profitable and largest SUVs, the Chevrolet Tahoes and Suburbans, GMC Yukons, and Cadillac Escalades. Since 2013, General Motors has put $1.4 billion into keeping the plant up to date. But GM has an ambitious goal of becoming an almost entirely electric vehicle company by 2035. It has said it plans to invest $35 billion by 2025 to fuel that change. Meanwhile, Brittany Dawn Davis, a North Texas fitness influencer accused of deceptive business practices, will pay $400,000 to the state as terms of a reached settlement. Davis sold online fitness packages to thousands of customers through her business, Brittany Dawn Fitness. But in the lawsuit filed against her, the state alleged these plans were not individualized and Davis did not provide promised coaching and check-ins. The lawsuit says Davis led clients to falsely believe she was trained to treat customers with eating disorders and in some cases provided weight loss plans to clients needing to gain weight. She also unlawfully charged shipping fees for fitness plans sent over email, according to the lawsuit. The court ordered Davis to pay the state $300,000 in civil penalties and $100,000 in restitution within 36 monthly payments. The settlement says Davis and Brittany Dawn Fitness cannot offer or sell nutrition or fitness plans that include personalized nutrition assessments, one-on-one coaching, personalized workout routines, and daily or weekly check-ins, unless these services are actually provided to customers. And the Dallas City Council will vote next week on proposed new short-term rental regulations that could ban them from nearly all residential neighborhoods. City Manager T.C. Broadnax said Wednesday during the first City Council meeting of the month that staff will issue a formal recommendation by the end of the week on how to best regulate properties advertised on Airbnb and other platforms. The city council could choose to ignore the suggestions, stick with proposals greenlit by the city plan commission in December, or combine them ahead of the vote next Wednesday. He said the vote was being set for June 14th to get this item resolved by the current sitting council. The mayor and 12 incumbent council members were elected last month. Voters also elected one new council member to fill an open seat in May and will fill the final spot in a runoff on Saturday. The recommendations could include a suggestion made by Planning and Urban Design Director Julia Ryan, who told the City Council on Wednesday that she'd recommended foregoing zoning short-term rentals out of residential areas, but still issue an ordinance mandating registration from operators, laying out where they can operate, and other rules through the City Code. She said she believed it would be the most efficient and effective way to move forward with regulating especially the bad operators. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. 
I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.